Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. I'm Hector, and I'm here with Raymond and Mark. Guys? Hey, Hector. What's up? How's it going? Um, let's let's start with you, Raymond. Um, old, long-time friend? Very long time. Yeah. Whitestone Cinema. White, yeah, we used, to work yeah. The, we used to work in the Whitestone together. Wrestling. In this case, no one knows what it is. That is a movie theater. Uh, in the Bronx, back in the heyday, what, which is no longer there. Now, now it's going to be an outlet or something. I don't know. Something like that. Um, and worse. Mark? Yep. <laughs> yep. Mark, yeah. I, I, I say Mark is the the Sid Vicious of podcasts. Because Sid Vicious... What is that supposed to mean? Cause <laughs> Sid Vicious cancels wrestling shows because it interferes with his um softball tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Mark will definitely cancel on me anytime if it interferes with his bowling. But besides, yeah, um, known Mark for a couple of years, a uh, big wrestling fan also. So um, yeah, we created this podcast to talk about wrestling and have fun. Um, let's let's hit it off with um, they had just announced the premiere of the new AEW show Collision, which comes out June seventeenth at eight p.m. That means. That's on a Saturday, 8 p.m. That means that's six days straight of wrestling. At least 14 hours a week of wrestling, not counting pay-per-views. What do you guys think about that? See, if it was 18-year-old Raymond, I'd be in love right now because I'd be like, oh, my God, this is awesome. At an age where you got mortgage and bills, not so much. Yeah, right now I'm feeling like... You know, Saturday is already a tough market because outside of the uh, premium live events and then when AEW was doing the uh, pay-per-views originally on Saturdays, now they're on Sundays, I guess, in preparation for collision. You know, I, I don't I, – it's, it's just so much. I mean, Grant, don't get me wrong. Love wrestling. Love watching all different types of product. We have Impact, WWE, um, AEW, New Japan, GCW. It goes on and on and on with, with wrestling to watch, but it's just – it comes a point of like you got to pick and choose, and to be honest, AEW's roster, as bloated as it is, I, I don't see, especially with L. Well, I think I think getting rid of elevation, from what I understand, but yes. Rampage and then Ring of Honor, it's just so much, and people are going to be picking and choosing. And honestly, two weeks in or three weeks in, what is the you have Money in the Bank on the Saturday? People are going to be choosing between Money in the Bank and Collision exactly. outside of the hardcore. AEW wrestling fans, I don't see that doing a big number comparing against the money in the bank at the O2 with what 60,000, 70,000 amount of fans is going to be there plus everybody watching on Peacock. Yes. You know, it's going to be an uphill battle, I think. Yeah. But overall, you know, you're looking at tons of wrestling, a lot to choose from, which is something that we didn't have when we were younger. Exactly. So something to put into perspective. Exactly. I, I think, first of all, I might be the only one that's excited about Collision. For, for for many reasons, but yeah, it is it is too much wrestling. And in my head, I'm I put down. I'm not watching NXT no more. I'm not watching Impact no more, and I'm not watching Rampage no more because it's just too much wrestling. Uh, but um, I like Collision because the poster that came out it has Andrade on it, uh, Miro, and I, I don't mind watching those guys. And, well, they actually need time. That's the question. And yeah, and then the big rumor. First of all, the city's not announced. For June seventeenth, the rumor is it's Chicago. If it's Chicago, you know who's coming. Yep, Ace Steel. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask: uh, Do you feel like this is going to be like a WWE 
uh, brand split where they try to get those that are not on uh, Dynamite or Rampage. Like, for example, Sonny. Where's been Sonny? Sonny's been on that uh, YouTube show that they have. And Miro. Miro was supposedly uh, complaining about his TV time in WWE. And now he's facing the same thing in AEW. So do you think it's a brand, a brand split? Or do you feel like it's going to be uh, just another bloody show? I'll jump in real fast. Um, I've heard different things of a hard split, a soft split. I think I it's vice versa. I think it's going to be basically... The issue is, based, let's talk about it, Young Bucks and CM Punk. They can't be in the same place together. So if, if Young Bucks are on Wednesday, then CM Punk is going to be on a Saturday show. If you see CM Punk on a Wednesday on Dynamite, then Young Bucks will be. I think that's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to be permanently stuck on one show, but it, it can be. But it, it will be those guys. It, it's going to be the new clique. CM Punk's crew and the Elite crew on opposite shows always, and everybody else can jump around. Because... um. What is it? Um, MJF is on the poster also. He's a champion, so I guess he's gonna be on both shows. I guess he he's okay with being on two shows since he thinks he feels like he should only be <laughs> showing up. If he shows up, yeah. If he shows up, right? And, you know, I, I'm not allowed to talk bad about him no more. So, yeah, that's your buddy. Uh, <laughs> he's well, a, Roman more MJF. That's kind of, that's kind of disturbing. Yeah, he's 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 a great guy. Um. So yeah, so. It, they haven't announced the, the city or the town, so if they say Chicago, we could all expect CM Punk would be there. But yeah, six days of wrestling. Like you said, it, it's going to interfere with Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, but thank God we have DVRs, because back in the day... DVR, also, you know, a lot of people do use YouTube now. It was like WWE and AEW, they put the clips on there where you can... You don't have to watch live. Like, I haven't watched NXT live, I haven't watched Dynamite live, I haven't watched Rampage live, I haven't watched any of that live in ages. Because yeah. there's no need to with how much is on. So go on YouTube. You get the three-minute clip. It shows the best part of the match, the end of the match. Okay, you don't need to spend 20 minutes watching a match. And it's kind of, I guess, I don't want to say ruining it, but it's just more or less like, all right, this is where you're at. You're going to live watch the ones that are most important that you can't wait to see and everything else will just be on the back burner when you have the free time, if you want to. Yeah, because I, I, I've noticed that too. Even on Instagram, if you, if you run to the bathroom or you have to – run an errand, and you come back, you cannot go on social media because everything's out there. There's little little clips, little stories of everything that just happened. So I try to stay away from social media. I, I like to watch it live or pretend it's live. But, um, yeah. So I, I, so I have a question, in okay. your opinion. I, what I'm hearing right now is speed watching. Like, with I, I record Raw, and I watch it in DVR, and I will catch myself sometimes speed watching. Gain to the good parts. Do you think this is uh, uh, what they kind of have the Roman Reigns uh, dress recently, where everyone has that short attention span and they want to have these long, drawn out stories, but people's attention spans don't allow for it? Um, I'll jump in on that. I've never heard of Speedwatch. I'm sure that I, you didn't create that. But um, I, I like to watch Raw and I like to watch Dynamite, but I definitely Speedwatch Rampage. I, I can't sit and watch Rampage. It's so that's why I don't mind dropping it and having some extra free time and just focus on Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Collision. But um, he's right though in terms of the attention span for so many nowadays is so minute. Um, and that's just the world we're in right now. And it's not just wrestling. This is real life. And I think COVID 
exponentially ignited it for sure because unfortunately in this generation between entitlements and all the other things, I'm not going to get political because God forbid, uh, getting political, we might go, go down in the uh, listeners if I go that route. <laughs> um, but it just, it's adjusting for modern times. So there is no more, you know, you had take the snake, Roberts, Moshman, Randy Savage going months and months and months. And every week, you know, you watch Saturday night's main event, even though it's before my time, um, you know, I'm watching, you know, in the future, you know, watching back, but all these storylines go in a year, Macho Man Hogan, you know, going from WrestleMania four, you know, WrestleMania three to WrestleMania four, you know, mega powers explode, all that stuff, you know, I'm sorry, three to four, four to five. Um, you know, nowadays it's so difficult. Look at the bloodline storyline right now with, um, with uh, Roman and, and, and the Usos and everything, and Zane and Owens, and everybody's like, oh my God, it's just dragging because people don't have the attention span anymore. Exactly. You know, it, it's, yeah, they're making, you know, they're trying to give you a story, like just because it didn't go the way of Sami Zayn being the, going to get the title match at WrestleMania and some people getting annoyed. Usos lose titles to Owens and Zayn, everybody's happy, but now we're still trying to build on the bloodline. What's going to happen? Usos going to go away. Are they going to separate? What's going to happen? And people are just like, oh, enough. We've dealt with this already. No, it's just a, a story. It's a long, drawn-out story, uh, drawn story yeah. that we lacked so much in modern wrestling that was done so often back in the day and why it was so good and why we reference it so much. It, it, it was. We forget that we had Stone Cold versus The Rock for three WrestleManias. Yeah, three. And, I mean, the whole Bray Wyatt, when he returned, I loved it. Everybody was like, hurry up and wrestle. I loved the little stories every week, and I was excited about it. And I kind of like him talking more than actually wrestling, but that's just me. But um, <laughs> let's go. Um, I, I don't mind talking about this guy forever, but let's go back to CM Punk. I I I have a question. Was CM Punk right? Everything he said about the elite and the young bucks. I, I have a reason Can I you- say this. Clarify on it because I, I don't know exactly what you're referring to. When the the whole big rant that he had, basically, he's working. He work, He's working with children. Um, they're taking their job. Um, basically, they, they they're like kind of bullies. And because mm. don't I see them not being professional? Basically, it, it, anybody watches or access another wrestling show? I've been watching a little here and there. Yeah, I like it. I, I a lot a lot of people complain that it, it's showing you too much. Basically, you'll have um, Sammy and Daniel Bryan kill each other in a wrestling match. And then right after the wrestling match, they're hugging out in the back. And they're giving each other tips and, 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 and patting each other in the back and all that. I, I like that. I, I, I understand the business. Some people don't. and people Or, or they do understand it and they're totally against it. You're not supposed to show that and all that. I like it. But like I said, the show's I called, like it myself. Yeah. The show's called All Access. So it was showing everything. Now you got the Young Bucks on the show. And they don't want to talk about what happened. They don't. Everything is like hush hush with them. Then why have them on a show that's called All Access? Yeah, when, all Access. When, when, they, <laughs> when they're not going to talk about what we want to hear, why have them on the show? Just leave them off the, the, the air. And they're taping it for Dark Side of the Ring season number like forty. That, I, that's, that's what they're saving. I, I, I guess so because, like I said, and supposedly they refuse to be in the same room with CM Punk. They refuse to talk to CM Punk. They refuse to do anything. Basically, this is why we have a, a brand new show called Collision because they don't want to be with CM Punk. CM Punk has no problem working with them, so it's, it, make, it makes them look like the immature bosses, I guess. 
where they all yeah, for sure. I mean, the one positive that really comes out of it uh, for AEW, like I don't, I don't want to sound like an AEW hater. It seems like almost everything <laughs> I've said so far is negative towards AEW. Not my intent, just the oh, wait to the, the next topic the conversation. But the the amount of money they're getting from Warner Brothers Discovery is pretty nuts. What is that like? A, like over two hundred million a year or something like that? Something right? like that. Yeah, it's a big TV deal. That's I, that came out of it. If you want to, let's give Punk, I guess, and the Young Bucks and all them credit for causing this third to actually lead to this. I don't know if that's the case, but if that, if that that's good business at but, the but, end of the day. But are we going to get what we want? Are we going to get them? Are we going to get them face to face in a ring? That's it, the oh, is dollars. It, is it going to happen in London or I mean, sixty thousand seats already? Very impressive, but no main event announced. I don't know. I don't think you need it for that. I think that is where you want to try and do a stadium show in the States. Gotcha. Because you're already, you're already sold 60,000 tickets without announcing a damn match. You know, you can, you know, if a few matches, you can have Mox and, you know, whoever, you know, you're probably going to end up getting Mox and Omega rematch or something or whatever, you know, whether they're going to uh, the combat club and the elite or whatever's going to happen. But, you know, you, the punk and, the elite and all that stuff, you can culminate that in a big U.S. stadium show. That's going to sell your 50,000 tickets that yeah. they can't do here because they usually, what, get out 20,000 max for, for a show here yeah. for a sold-out crowd? Yeah. Yeah, you're so, not pulling 50,000 for the basic card. I feel no like a, a big main event like Omega versus Punk or, I don't know, MJF showing up with his uncle Goldberg or something like that. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to that question of CM Punk, was he right? Um, in some ways, I think he was proven right just by the actions of the Young Bucks and yes. Kenny Omega, just because simply um, they did what they did. Now, again, we weren't there. We, you know, this is all like hearsay. But CM Punk also proved to himself and to us that he's also just as bad as them in some ways too. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I mean, because think about it, he had his boss right next to him and he's going on a rant about Colt Cavana and he's just over there just ranting and raving and laying out his dirty laundry and I sat there and I was like I don't know I just didn't like it personally and then you see Tony Khan sitting there like his eyes popped open but then half the time his eyes are like that anyway. I, I feel but, the same um, I feel like Tony Khan somehow should have interrupted that or maybe kicked him under the table or something cause I think it was a I, I mean, after having a wrestling match, no matter what you want to call it, it's predetermined, it's fake, whatever. You, you, someone like CM Punk, I'm a big CM Punk fan. I'm always in cheer for him. So, but someone like Punk or a Jericho or anybody, they're giving their all. They're putting their all into that match. So when they come out, they have all of that energy, and they're going to release it. And you, you could tell by vibes. CM Punk was ready to, to attack somebody. He was waiting for something. And... Th- it should have been interrupted. It, it was bad supervision. But, um, yeah, I mean, we could definitely call this a CM Punk podcast because I could talk about CM Punk forever. But <laughs> let's leave CM Punk alone. Um, but, oh, back to something what Mark said about not putting the Elite versus Punk at um, London because it's already sold. That's how I felt about Backlash. I felt like Bad Bunny should have had fought. They, they already sold. That arena was sold out. Just with nobody announced. Yeah. Then, then you, I, then you have back. Then you announce he's gonna. Um, Bad Bunny's going to host it. Great. Then you say he's gonna have a match. I would have saved that match for SummerSlam. He might fight. I, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt on. No, no. I, I 
I just think that, you know, and with WWE, the market they're in, is they're an, enter- uh, they're an entertainment company, first and foremost. It's not just wrestling. Right. And, you know, you're getting the press at Bad Bunny, and then you, like, you're confident in his ability. I'm sure they probably weren't going to make this match official until they knew he could go in the ring with all the training and stuff like and it's like all right let's surprise everybody because honestly again i could be totally wrong here i think your SummerSlam match is logan paul versus bad bunny really as insane as that might i think that right there is marquee for not for a wrestling fan for a wrestling fan you're like oh two celebrities jesus you know but from a media coverage standpoint, remember, WWE wants the views not just from the casuals. They know the casuals like you, like us three, we're going to come back and we're going to watch regardless if, if they put Tiny Tim or Logan Paul in the ring or you're going to demolition after after 50 years. You know, we're still going to watch no matter what. Yeah. So, no, oh, I, I, I said demolition. I that was the first thing in my head, but point. <laughs> I would actually like Demolition to come. That would be kind of funny. Again, here comes the axe. Here comes the Smasher one more time. But I think they're on bad terms in the WWE regard. So I heard but, something like that. You know, yeah. for that, it's, just, it's an entertainment company, first and foremost. No, I, I get what you're saying. This, the Logan versus Bunny? No, I don't want to see that. I want to see Bunny versus maybe Dominic. And I'll, and call me crazy, but I want to see Logan win the Money in the Bank. I'd love that. I want to see him win the Money in the Bank and haunt Seth Rollins. Like, oh, every chance Seth Rollins yeah, wins, Logan Paul just shows up, teases him, and gets in his head. And, hey, if he wins, if he gets to cash in, Logan Paul, 400 million viewers and everything, and followers and everything, following a WWE champion, hey, that's good for business. But that's just... That, that is amazing business, but every neckbeard on God's green earth is going to whine and complain, which actually makes me want it to happen even more. <laughs> Hey, like I said, I mean that that would be great, but yeah, I, but I'd rather see Bunny go after Dominic or something. But like I said, I don't think he should have fought because they already sold that arena a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but, I think the reason they kind of did something big is they are in the process of still being sold. You know, they need to prove themselves to why I'm worth nine point whatever it was billion yeah. dollars. So them having those numbers are you know and showing that hey we're actually on track to make a lot of money. Uh, it does for Endeavor. That's like, ooh, yeah. nice. I, I'm t- I'm totally against that wholesale, and um, it's the only thing I. Oh, did, yeah. It's the only thing I didn't follow in wrestling, like the terms and all that. I was like, just give me the, what I want to see on TV. Don't change that completely. I don't want to see Kana in the in the WWE ring, which I heard rumors of him being at Mania next year. I just, yeah, I just feel like you shouldn't mix UFC and WWE together because they UFC people hate WWE. <laughs> they hate the they, they hate wrestling fans. They hate wrestlers. They hate what they do. They shouldn't. We're 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 gonna be always the stepchildren to to that company now. But anyway, that's a whole different story. Yeah, um, for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. But um, let's go back to AEW because Mark loves them so much. I I never said I hated them. I'm just, it's just it's just so happens the beginning parts what? of the conversation were negative. That's just the way it is. Well. I, <laughs> Uh, fine, because I'm negative about this topic right now, and let's see how you guys feel. Um, what was it? Last week, um, Don Callis using a screwdriver to stab Kenny Omega in the forehead and to, t- to turn on him. I'm okay with the backstabbing of the chair shot in the back. Screwdrivers and wrestling, that's not for me. I don't like it. I think it's too violent, and I'm all for violence, trust me. But screwdrivers and wrestling, 
it's a family show. AEW, I know, goes more to the R-rated section. But just still, a screwdriver in the forehead, just for me, it's too much. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be allowed in that kind of wrestling. Say that for the backyard wrestling. But anyway, guys, jump in. What do you think? My opinion, um, I, it didn't matter to me. It's kind of, look back in the day, Abdullah the Butcher, forks every other day his forehead scarred was you know but was that but was that in mainstream wrestling no right WCW I mean because I don't know I mean like because I I still kind of think back in the 90s we had uh, ECW and we had New Jack and Staples and that that, that was called extreme wrestling and that was never Mainstream wrestling. That was that was was in WCW for a couple years, and he they did that um the electric chair. What are they? What they call Chamber of Horrors? Yeah, but they they, but they also have RoboCop too. So let's not. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, RoboCop (laughs) is still over than half the AEW roster. Oh wait, I'm negative on AEW again. Oh man, everyone's gonna hate. Wow, Mark loves (laughs) AEW. I'm gonna get him. I mean, they're over than than the WWE jobbers too. So sorry, (laughs) Cedric Alexander and Dana Brooke. Um, so you see, I can I can be negative WWE. All right. I, okay. Fine. I, I'm against the screwdriver, and I think the, their last big pay per view. Yes, I still call them pay per views. Um, they used a fork. So I forgot who. Moxley and um, Hangman. They used a fork on each other, and I was against that too. I don't know. I'm, I mean, that, I, I don't mind that though. Like when it comes uh, to using that, it just to me, I just the the way Don Callis turned was hokey. Like that's what yes. bugged me. I didn't care about the screwdriver. The other side. I thought it was just the. The way it was just a hokey, like a hokey way of doing it. Like you knew for months, it just seemed like what since the, it came back that Callus for some reason was going to turn, and it's like what is going to happen? And the way it happened. Okay, um, let's just like let's, I don't mind the violence. Let's let, let's switch channels. Uh, Roman, he's heading to a thousand days as champion. Some people are saying when he reaches a thousand, that's it. I don't think so. I think that's the reason they created the world title. Because he's not letting go of that title and or those two titles anytime soon. So that's why you create another belt because he might reach, he might break all records. Bruno Tamartino's record. He might have that belt for those belts for three more years. So you have to create another belt, and that's where the world title comes in. So I don't think Roman's losing his titles anytime soon, or not even next year. But I don't know. You guys? My opinion with the whole. Three belt thing. I don't like the three belts. It makes like the world heavyweight title kind of like the intercontinental title, in my opinion. It's not very good. Also, um, SmackDown, the stars suffer there. If he's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Roman should be champion. I think he should pass a thousand days, a hundred percent. But you're also hurting the roster because how can they grow? Yes, they're stuck with whatever U.S. title that they have. So, in my opinion, it's good and bad. I just hope that they do something really good with it at the end. Yeah, I, I don't feel like the world title is a downgrade. Only, everyone else is saying it, and I agree with everybody else, only if Cody wins would have won that world title, then I think it would look like a hand-me-down. Like, you just fought Roman, you lost, so here's this belt. That's why I'm glad he's out of the picture, and now let Seth Rollins win the belt. Um, Mark? I think that, I'm sorry, to just jump in real quick, that's my favorite saying here. The person makes the title. The title doesn't make the person, and that's the key with with this new world heavyweight title. Right? No, I I, I agree with that. I just say if Cody would have won it, it would have looked like second prize. Right? No, I was thinking, general, just the idea of the three titles and stuff, like the universe, yeah. the, the two that Roman have, 
technically it's one title right now. I think we could just call that the way it is. It's it's one giant monstrosity of a title. Um, but the but the you know it's, it's up to whoever wins it. It's up to them to make the title. Correct. And I agree with you though. Do you think that they should have kind of made it instead of Roman having those two belts kind of unified like WWE did back in the day with the WWE title and the heavyweight title and made the universe uh, what was the title at the time? Look at the undisputed championship. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, when they made at least one belt, so at least that way it kind of takes away the picture of three belts. You have now a picture of two belts. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am. Oh, let's basically say Seth Rollins is going to win the the belt. Now he's. I heard he may not. uh, Let let me. This might be the reason why you say it. You tell me. Let's say does. Seth Rollins being in the new Marvel movie interfere with him winning the title? I think so. You think so? Because because um, movies are not done overnight, and especially Marvel movies. And I think if he's going to be out of the picture for a hot minute, um, it doesn't go to him. I think it goes to AJ. So I think with that one, Seth Rollins is not guaranteed like, uh, that win, I don't think. My opinion. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more taping schedule. That's the thing. Got to look at the schedule for Seth. You know how movies work. And sometimes they'll go a couple days in a row, then they won't shoot at all, or how big of a role he has. We don't know how big of a role is. Yeah, I know he's playing something like a serpent or something. I mean, I know about Marvel, but I'm not about that. They're going like deep into their storylines. Um, I don't know, yeah. How long is the shoot? Usually, it's like three to six months for a movie. I don't think he's major part. Maybe he is. I don't know. But yeah, I, was, I, I keep hearing that that maybe that would interfere. But he's already started filming, so how much more? And now with the writers' strike, what what's left? So I don't know about that. How that works? But um, I think my my last say, yeah yeah go yeah I was just gonna say I also don't think Seth should get it too because I feel like also it's like a hand me down like well second prize I guess from because. I know he's complaining that he wants to be in the main event in WrestleMania and he needs to be champion, which he couldn't do that for the past, like, what, three years now? <laughs> is it two years? Whatever it is for Roman. And I feel like giving him the belt also is kind of like the same scenario with Cody, I think, also. Got it. Yeah. So, we'll, we'll, I guess we'll wait and see. We'll have, like, two more weeks for that. I think, um, Raymond, you froze. We're, we're almost about to wrap it up. Um, let's let's end it with this. Um, are you guys ready to see Kevin Owens turn on Sami Zayn? Oh, stop! <laughs> it's not gonna. Because it's gonna be the other way around. You, you kind of see in his face; he's getting tired of Sami always talking about the bloodline. Like enough is enough. But um, maybe maybe when Roman beats them and takes the tag team title away from them, and he gets finally upset. Uh-huh. Because I can see Roman with holding the two tag team titles. But, yeah. I can I see that, too. Well. And, you know, making it like, uh, you know, showing the Usos, like, see, this is how you get it done. We could actually get Roman and Solo against the Usos at, like, Money in the Bank. Or, at you know, if it's Money in the Bank, I highly doubt Roman would defend the world title. It gives, like, a little avenue to have Roman in action, not to defend yeah. the world title. So you don't have to worry about a program for that. Uh, but yeah. Owens and Zayn, like, I think at this point, you're just they, – they're t- – together they're not gonna get is they turn on each other where you have gargano and champa where every six months they turn on each other have a series of matches and oh we're best friends again 
We can't keep doing that. <laughs> I just see in his face. He's getting frustrated. I, he, I think he even said it on Monday, like, enough already. Like, stop worrying about the bloodlines. We have other people to worry about. But, yeah, it's the same thing over and over. But like I said, if Roman takes the belt, then they could deal with their own issues. And Roman could carry four belts. And he should make the Usos carry the belts. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, let's end it with some comedy. Um, anybody heard the comedy? I, I didn't see the video. I don't want to see the video of Matt Riddle doing the helicopter. <laughs> oh my god! You guys heard about it? Yeah, I heard about it, but I I, I pray that didn't I, seek it out. It was a, it was an accident. So I guess that's why he didn't get in trouble. I pray I'd never had that accident. But yeah, like how do you get videotape yourself doing a helicopter with your penis and accidentally send it to everyone? But <laughs> I mean if Ric Flair you well, know, if there was smartphones in the time of Ric Flair, Ric Flair would have done it like once a week on, on those uh, limousine rides, I guess. jet fly. I, I mean Ric Flair got, Ric Flair didn't get caught, he did it in front of a whole plane. But Matt Riddle <laughs> he probably would have been so like He's so full of himself all these years, and still is to this day, as if he's the greatest thing on God's green earth. He probably would have recorded them and said, "Hey, look at this! <laughs> now it's all shriveled and old." So, in his prime, I'm sure he would have done it. And then with that, with that, and his new ring attire, I'm totally against. Like, I understand. I'm, I'm all for. I, I grew up watching wrestling, and everybody was like, "Oh, you like watching guys in underwears wrestle?" Blah blah. blah. Literally, when I watch Matt Riddle, it's a guy in his underwears wrestling. He got no boots, no knee pads, the the smallest trunks ever. <laughs> not, not even not even tape on his fingers or wrists. He has nothing. He's just there with his little tiny whities, basically, and wrestling. He does paint his fingernails. He does do something besides. Oh, okay, the pink the pink toenails. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's how we're gonna end it. We're gonna end it with Riddle and his short short trunks. But uh, <laughs> uh, we, we did forget, uh, I, I didn't want to start our first episode this way. I guess we'll end it this way. We did lose a legend yesterday, superstar Billy Graham. Um, I never met him. Well, I, I, I was at the first Hall of Fame when he gave his very long, long, long speech. But besides that, I have no stories. I know Mark met him. I don't know, Raymond, yeah. if you ever met him. No, I never no? got the chance okay. to meet him. Yeah, um, um, we're we're almost out of time. But Mark, any quick little stories about that or no? Um, I mean that was 2013. You know, every year when WrestleMania comes to town, WrestleCon, the big uh, wrestling convention, comes aboard, and fans from all over do the meet and greets with all you know pat legends of the past and people of the present and whatnot. I remember Graham being just really cool. Like I remember the table actually was kind of empty for him, from what I can recall. I mean, this was this was ten years ago. Where does the time fly? But, yeah, he was really cool, really nice. Look, I had an encyclopedia. He signed an encyclopedia. We had a quick conversation. Um, he just seemed like a nice guy, you know. And, you know, he lived 79 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, he's probably um, probably now at peace because I know he was dealing with some health issues over yeah. over the years. But, uh, you know, one of the legends of the, of, uh, the industry. So. Yes, he was. I And that's basically our next episode. We're going to talk about any experiences we had about wit wrestlers. And then go from there. But that was episode one. Hope everyone that's listening enjoys this. And we'll keep listening. Mark, Raymond, thank you guys so much. Until next time. Thank you. Have a great one. Take care.